0: 2020, hardly anyone knew what Zoom, WebEx, Adobe, Adobe Connect, Google Meet, MS Teams. They hardly anyone knew those virtual training platforms. Not many people were using them. Now, duh, COVID has forever trained, changed the terrain of learning. I wrote the second book ever written on the topic of webinars, also called Virtual Training. The book is called Webinars with Wow Factor, and it came out May of 2010. And I've since written the second edition. Obviously, it needed to be updated for the COVID pandemic so that people could, you know, be right there with all of the changes happening in technology. And I've also written another book on activities for virtual training, we at the Bob Pike Group, we were blessed to be in a position to quickly convert our classes, and an important part of that was keeping in mind how learners learn best. And as an author, um, Becky Pike Pluth with the Bob Pike Group, uh, there are three areas that I really talk about in our bootcamp online class, as well as our face-to-face boot camp, and those three areas are how people learn in The first one is general versus specific learners. Now, you can read research to the nth degree on neuroscience. You'll have some researchers saying there's over a million different ways that people learn. Others say, you know, oh, there's a handful, there's seven or ten. What I'm saying is this is, in general, the the three areas I think about as I design curriculum, whether it's for face-to-face or online, and how the trainee learns and what I need to do as the trainer. So the first one is general versus specific. We've profiled over 50,000 trainers, and there's a 50-50 split. We develop activities that are specific, but provide choices so that it appeals to both styles. So let me give you an example. If you do a guess the statistic activity, well, you could say to people, "Um, hey, go ahead on your own or with a partner, guess the statistic. So for the general learners, they're like, oh, this is interesting. And for the specific, they have the data that they need. And so it's an activity that really appeals to both styles. The second area that I look at is my practical learners versus my informative learners. We regularly see when we assess the participants, a bell curve here with a majority of people kind of in both sides. Most of what we train is need to know, but we also add that nice to know section of content. And we also provide resources like one of our books, which provides additional information for those that just love to learn. That would be called my husband, Brad. He loves to learn. In fact, this last week, he ordered two books and he's like, have they come yet? Have they come yet? He's asked me six times. I'm like, Dude, no, I haven't seen them. What are the names of them? I'm like, I didn't see Amazon. He's like, but it says it says it was delivered. I'm like, go check with the neighbor. He is an informative learner, so having those extra tools during the class can really help those learners. And one of the things that I always say is, don't be afraid virtually to provide time for participants to explore on their own, just as you would do in class. You give people ten minutes in class to explore be okay with letting people online also take that time to explore. The general and, and practical people will find things that they can use immediately, while the informative learner is going to just maybe take a little more time with a section of content and say to themselves, ooh, I'm going to read more about this tonight. The final area is participative versus reflective. This area is the most skewed. It has 75% of our learners preferring to learn as a group versus learning alone. The most successful classes, either virtual or face-to-face, allows for peers to interact together. That means pairs, triads, small groups, even a large group discussion, that creates opportunities for participation. But don't forget, 25% of your learners are reflective in nature. So we also want to make sure we have opportunities for people to work on their own. Uh, I like to give people project time. And any anytime that I give The group, whether it's virtual or face-to-face, I always say you can work alone or together. It's your choice. And giving them that choice, those that want to work alone have the freedom to say, yep, I'm going to work on my own. I'm going to get done faster, quicker. I'm going to move further. Whatever it is for them, it, it gives them permission to do that. So as you look at your next class that you're training, really keep in mind those three things. General learners versus specific practical versus informative, participative versus reflective. And as the trainer, make sure that you keep the trainee in mind. Thank you for tuning into this Creative Training Techniques Tip, and we will see you next Friday.